The following audio is via a Skype call. Hello, and welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Your hosts for the next hour are... Sharon! And Skip Langing, that's me. Who, after 43 years of marriage and working together as psychics and mediums, perform private readings as well as put on events for you to experience the metaphysical and all the while keeping it real and down to earth. Skip and I regularly conduct more than 64 events each year. That's over five every month for you to attend and learn from. The Psychic Spectrum's website is www.psychicspectrum.com and where you can learn more about the events we create, host, and where they are. You can also see how to schedule private reading or talking to the other side event that we put on, uh, appointments with the two of us. In a few moments, we're going to be taking calls from you, and you can talk with our guest, uh, Miguel Mendonca, I believe I pronounced it correctly. I'm sorry, Miguel, if I didn't. Um, So you can call on now and get in line, because if you get in the queue... Then we'll be sure to get you on because last week we had to, we actually lost a couple of calls because they called in so late. Yeah. Yep. And the numbers? 425 373 5527 and toll free at 888-298-5569. Right now, I think we need to talk about our sponsor. Okay. Let's do that. Ginger's Pet Rescue is one of the largest nonprofit pet rescue organizations in Washington State, specializing in saving death row dogs. As of this airing, Ginger's Pet Rescue has saved well over 17,000 dogs. Go to the website and find an adoption event near you. You can also volunteer to help at events, or you can foster a dog until they can be adopted. Ginger's Pet Rescue is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and accepts your tax deductible donations. The website again is gingerspetrescue.org. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show, and today we're going to be talking with Miguel Mendonca. His expertise is alien contact. Uh, We want to acknowledge and thank our call screener, Sharon James. Thank you, Sharon, for all you do for us. That's who you'll be talking to when you call in first. And we also want to thank and acknowledge our production engineer, the man behind the curtain, the wizard, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Hey, and I also want to send out a little shout-out to somebody. Okay. I want to say hi to Charles. And uh, hello, Charles. Hi, Charles. Waving. I'm sure you, you, you watch good. us on the Internet or on your phone. So I hope you're doing better, and we miss you. Okay. Also, let's say hi to Nettie and to Charles in Texas and his sister, Courtney. Oh, there we go. That's there we cool. Go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, so if you want to call in, we're going to talk with um, Miguel, and our number's again, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. And also, they can call in if they've ever had contact mm-hmm. or if they just have questions about it. So yeah, it, exercise those fingers and push those buttons. We'd like to hear uh, your experiences if you've had them or just your thoughts on And then this. later in the show, if they have a psychic question or whatever, they can call in yeah. still be on hold and we'll answer those later yeah. uh, in the show. So, Miguel, um, let's go to Miguel. Miguel, are you there? Yeah, hey, Skip. Hey, how hey, are Sharon. you? Hey, Sharon. How's it Hi. going? Hi. I've never got to talk to you in person, so hello. Hi there. Yeah, nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> So, yeah. Miguel, I want to I want to let everybody know you're all the way across the pond in the UK. Um, yeah. And welcome to the show, and thanks for talking with us, taking this time. It's uh, a pleasure. Oh, yeah. good. Now, I, I got to preface this so our listening audience knows. Um, we have talked with you before. You have spoken via 
Skype slash Zoom. I think we use Zoom I think we at did. our yeah. Psychic Showcase yeah, on Wednesday we night. And um, you did a great presentation. And everybody loved your talk. So I wanted to have you come on the radio. Maybe we could reach even more people. So I know that you are, you're an author and a researcher. You've written how many books? Well, eight total, uh, three in this field. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's a lot of books. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of transcription, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Imagine. 400 hours as I interviewed over the course of three books about uh, 35, 36 people, something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. time-consuming. So, yeah, I mean, the whole purpose really was to answer some questions, I guess, that had bubbled up from my childhood as my contact started when I was three. Um, wow. It was simply um, being in a room and having a sudden uh, awareness of an awareness all around me and uh, then being aware that um, it was aware of me and I knew it was, I knew it knew that I knew. And uh, so there was a connection with this consciousness, whatever it was. And then, then I became aware that what we perceive with the physical senses is just one level or layer of reality. And that there are multiple levels or layers of reality interacting with us at all times. And that... Uh, there is all kinds of contact that is possible between those layers. So I guess this was something that kind of set the tone for my life here. So um, can I interject yeah. something, Miguel? When you said that you felt, um, what would you call it, a presence or something? What'd you an, call awareness. It? Uh, an awareness. I would, I would call it a okay. consciousness. So is that kind of like the same thing as when you are aware there's somebody else comes into the room? It was it that kind of awareness where you just knew there was something else there? It was different, I would say. It's it's somewhat similar, but I mean, you, you have to bear in mind that I was three years old, mm. so I didn't even speak a lot of English at the time, let alone have the kind of complex language to understand that I just experienced. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Multidimensionality. Wow. So I old. actually had no language for this this was just pure awareness i yeah. got you okay wow so th that in, that that's brings even up, cooler <laughs> that brings up another thought so to, and i know i'm probably getting ahead of our conversation here but i have to ask it at this time so your is it your opinion from your experiences and your research with interviewing the other people that you interviewed that these beings are multi-dimensional or are they just a dimensional and or some dimensional and then they have different means multi-dimensional means of contact to be honest i do not know the answer um okay. the thing i've learned the most about in this field is my own ignorance because i am constantly having experiences that i just cannot uh fathom you mm -hmm. know i i can talk to other people about it um and obviously i have done over the last few years and continue to as I've become friends with many of the people that I have connected with and and it's what we do right I mean we just get together and we say 
man, you're not going to believe this thing that happened to me last night. And you, and you know right away, oh, my God, I've got to talk to so-and-so. And you reach out to them, and then you just kick it around. And then you just say, well, what do you think it was? Um, can, you go, uh, can you go into more detail about what happened? I mean, what, what kind of things happened? What kind of, how do you get the contact or what happened during the contact? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like like you said, uh, I can't believe this happened yeah. last night. What what was this? No, th- this is just a, an example of, uh, of how it is um, for people in our community that we don't necessarily have full understanding or even much understanding of all of the things that happen to us, but the community, the friends that we make in this community, these are the people that we will reach out to. Um, Yeah, there's lots and lots of books out there and YouTube videos, but it is not the same as a two-way dialogue with another experiencer. That's true. Yeah, we we have groups here that do the same Mm, thing. They're experiencers. I totally get that. Yeah, so I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, So can you give us any specific examples of and without names and that obviously but Mm -hmm. what happens during contact is there any specifics or is there just a knowledge of a presence there it is such a broad spectrum um from i mean there's so many pieces to it where do i even start um because there's no i'm not sure it's that easy to structure but you could say that there's um either physical or non-physical contact we could say that for wow. one thing okay and if it's non-physical contact it's often telepathic psychic clairvoyant mm-hmm. um some people would even put in um like the kind of synchronicity numbers like people everybody i talk to at the moment is seeing 11 11 all over the place i mean uh, everyone i talk to i am it's too just, it, I yeah am right too. I, I have had it for the last uh, few weeks. I get it sporadically, but it's been crazy in the last couple of weeks. And I keep seeing it just popping up everywhere. I see people talking about it. I have friends talking about it. I have some people who are almost haunted by it. And I did have a chat with um, a walk-in fella a little while ago. and, And this came up. He said he'd been... Um, <clears throat> kind of, yeah, like I say, almost haunted by this number. It was just showing up repeatedly in his life. And he said, I know what that is. And shall I tell you? And I said, obviously, lay it on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he said, that is a voicemail from the other side. Oh. Oh. So when he said, for people who are getting 1111, uh, someone is leaving you a message and you need to find a psychic, find a medium and get them to put you in touch and pick up that voicemail. That's that makes total sense. That makes sense. That was yeah. his take on it, right? So that there you have uh, a pretty interesting form of contact. Then there are, of course, dream states um, or astral body contacts. You could have contact during meditation uh, taking ayahuasca or some sort of psychedelic, um, then there are all the kinds of physical contact through um, either abduction or adduction. Abduction, 
and this is a distinction drawn by uh, Dr. R. Leo Sprinkle, who is, you know, one of the pioneers of in this field of working with experiences. I mean, going back to the 1960s at the University of Wyoming, I interviewed him for uh, We Are the Disclosure, and he wrote the forewords to Being with the Beings. And uh, the distinction he draws is that abduction is when you are taken away and there is a feeling you are being taken away and that generally is a rather negative feeling. Uh Whereas adduction, A-D, rather than A-B, adduction is you are taken to. And being taken to somewhere is a different trip altogether because uh, this is the place you want to go, you want to be, and you have, you know, potentially a very positive experience there. Ah. Um, And, of course, there's some very interesting... Does the the aliens understand that or whoever's taking you? Do sure. they know you want to go to a good place or a bad place? I would think so, don't they? <clears throat> well, I think it's just, I mean, as we all know, you get to a certain state uh, stage of life and you realize that life truly is a state of mind. Mm. It's all about where you're at and what your mental attitude is to the experiences of your life. Um, you can choose to uh, detonate when someone cuts you up in traffic or you can choose to say an om, or you can choose to look at it as this person really needs to get where they're going. And maybe by me not blasting my horn and freaking out, they get where they need to go. I mean, there's a wide range of reactions that we can have. Yeah, Some we don't really get to choose. Some is very bodily, it's very physical. And then I guess, you know, we can jump into... One of the, I think, the most interesting aspect of all of this, which is what do we choose uh, as uh, on the soul level? Because as an ego, it's very different. The human ego and the soul, they're two very different things. Yes, they are. Um, yes, and in they terms are. of soul, soul contracts, soul missions, uh, what you hear repeatedly is that uh, these things <clears throat> you may not always enjoy. The, the details of the soul contract you have set up working in soul groups sometimes uh it can be that the person is screwing you over the most is yes. actually doing you the biggest favor and exactly. i'm sure stuff in the bible about this um you know jesus saying to um um <clears throat> uh Judas Iscariot that um, the guys stitched him up well mm. I choose you for this role because you're the strongest right. of, of, right. all my, of all my followers so the whole picture becomes a lot more in some respects a lot more complex and in some respects a lot more interesting when you start to open it out and this is what tends to come through when uh, people like my co-author on Meet the Hybrids, Barbara Lamb, um, you know, she's been a hypnotherapist doing regression work with experiences for some decades now, work with thousands, thousands, three or four thousand. And um, what she tends to find is that when you work in a really uh, positive and determined manner, uh, to explore your experiences at a deeper level, the deeper people go, the more positive they tend to find the experiences are. And mm-hmm. the more 
positively they tend to view not just the beings but the whole process and they end up feeling honored and greatly personally expanded through participation now of course there's many many people some of whom will be listening to this who will say i've been an abductee for x number of years i never had a good experience what are these guys talking about um you know it's horrendous it's frightening i wanted to stop and i guess all i could say is that those people may well benefit from having just having a conversation with somebody like barbara or mary rodwell and just feel their way into that conversation and see if these are people they might want to work with to mm. um, try and get somewhere with this because we all know there's plenty of stuff that has happened to us through childhood, through our lives that oh, yeah. we would love to be able to undo, but we can't. No. All we can really do is change our relationship with that thing. All we can and, do is learn from it, hopefully. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, there's, there's, it, 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 it is the greatest teacher and... Yeah. And yeah. frankly, if we all kind of go along in life and everything is swimming, um, everything is cool, there's, we get what we want. I mean, what do we yeah. really learn? How I, I don't do we get developed? We didn't come in to do that. Right. Earth is a classroom. But I do. I always tell Skip, the next time I come in, I'm reading the fine print on that contract. <laughs> do you know what Rob Fullington said to me the other day? You know what? It's about time to change my contract. He said, I need an intergalactic lawyer. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hold that yeah. thought. We got to take a break. Oh, okay. That, that's an interesting conversation here. Okay. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more with, <coughs> excuse me, with Miguel about the, the alien contact. Yeah, and, and the if experience. you have questions, don't be afraid to call in. Yeah, don't be afraid to call in real quick. The number is 425 373 5527 or 888 298 5569. So right now, we'll take a break, talk about one of our Psychic Spectrum events. We'll be right back. The Psychic Showcase is a weekly event that Sharon and Skip have been doing for eight years in Fife at the Poodle Dog Restaurant. It's called the Psychic Showcase because we showcase some of the most talented speakers, readers, astrologers, and palmists on the West Coast. This is a weekly event, and it's every Wednesday evening. Come in early and get a psychic reading, an astrology reading, or a palmistry reading, or more. From one of the most highly professional readers on our panel, you can order from the menu and have dinner and desserts before or during the event. The doors open at 5.30 p.m. for readings, and the program starts at 7. Admission is just $5 per person, and everyone who attends gets a free psychometry reading from someone on the panel. For more information on this and our other events, go to our website, at PsychicSpectrum.com. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. Well, hello, and we are back with our guest this hour, uh, Mike, or Mike. Mike. Mike's our, Mike's our Mike's production our, engineer. Oh, yeah. Miguel um, <laughs> uh, Mendonca from England, and uh, we're here at the Ginger's Pet Rescue Studio for this hour. And Miguel, um, right before the break, you and Sharon were talking about something, and you mentioned something, and... Even if about people, the, about the contact yeah, and the how con about talking with someone yes, or getting... But the getting, contracts of what right. we came in to learn. And so what I'm wondering is, it, it could be with, I mean, that would be a great thing if you could get a hold of, the, of those people you mentioned. But if not, just even a local contact, uh, a group or a mm. person or something would even help. Is that correct? 
Well, I would say it's certainly true that there are some people who've done this longer than others, and it's like anything else. I mean, you're going to have find, you know, you know, find some people who just suit you better. Um, there is a directory on Free's website, um, and I wonder if I can find this while we're talking. I think it's experiencer.org. Um, uh, there is a tab which says experience a support on the menus and you can go down and find uh, a menu item says experience a support provider list I don't know how up to date it is um, but you can uh, do you know a quick find operation to see who you can find. I mean, it's actually list broken down in terms of states. Mm -hmm. um, so you can scroll through that and you can find somebody in your local, local state. Uh, if you're in the US, I don't know if they have a Canadian section or international. Um, yeah, as I look down, there's actually tons of them in Australia. Wow. So if you're in Australia, you are in luck. <laughs> yeah, well, um, even with our internet today, oh, these yeah. days, you know, uh, yeah. we I go would... worldwide. You know, they could contact. But I have that leads me yeah. to another question. Okay. I want to know, you say it's a, the deeper you go, it's a more positive experience and there's a meaning behind it. But I we think hear that's all. the positivity is when you understand the meaning. Right. But we hear all this talk about um, people being harmed physically and this and that. Yeah. yeah. And or having from, Im from implants put alien in. Alien contact or abduction and implants and these kind of things. So I don't doubt that any of these ex things existed. I just haven't experienced them, so I don't know. But what I'm wondering is two or two things. Number one is, should we be afraid? And number two is, what is their purpose? Is it just to bring awareness or a deeper connection that there's more than just us in this universe? But, but well, should, should we be afraid? Yeah. Of, you know. Yeah, I mean, let's let's answer those in turn. Should we be afraid? Well, was was it Roosevelt who said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself? Um, one of the presidents, anyway. I mean, it it is it is our greatest curse as a species, quite frankly. I mean, you don't have to look very far in this world to realize that you know we're pretty much ruled by fear. I mean. Everything that comes out of the radio and the television and the internet just seems to be blaring fear messages at us the whole time. Yeah, and true. and being able to reconcile our experience with what we're hearing, I think, is important to recognise that the whole of life is not there to be feared. That actually, the things we fear are often the things we do not understand and cannot control. That's often when fear comes in. And, and I think if you look at the structure of capitalism itself or, or almost any system, any system, it doesn't matter what the ideology is. Generally, there is a lot of fear messages and there is a and the and the kicker is they say we can protect you from these bad things. We can protect you. You just have to do all this stuff for us. Yeah, you have to and drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, and you'll be protected. <laughs> yeah, I don't like right. Cool. And this this is just seems like the oldest trick in the book, and I feel like from I think, my own 
from That's... my experiences and more people I speak to, there is a sense of liberation that comes from uh, experience, um, contact experiences. And if you look at Free's research, they show that uh, I believe more than two thirds of respondents for their experience of survey, and they had thousands of people uh, respond to this survey. Uh, more than two thirds of respondents said they had a positive experience. And the more they understood it, the more positive it was. And these people, by and large, experienced a profound personal transformation, which was about becoming more spiritual, more loving, more open, more connected, less materialistic, less competitive, uh, more in love with, more connected to nature. Um, and you have to you have to stand back from that for a moment and consider the question, your second question, which is what is their purpose? And if you look at the outcomes, that gives us, you know, that implies a few things about their purpose, surely. If what people are experiencing is a kind of transformation more towards the kind of person that can live peacefully and sustainably on this world, I think we have to give some very serious thought to that. Miguel, I totally agree with that, but I wish we had more time. Don't got it. I want to get into animal mutilations and also, like everything else in this world, there's two sides to everything. There's the good and the mm -hmm. bad. So are there good aliens and bad aliens? And the ones that are having bad experiences, are they are they coming in contact with the so-called bad aliens? Well, again, I think there is a level of subjectivity um, for some people any contact is bad because it's a very common thing, particularly in the United States, where uh, people think this is demonic and everybody, yeah. not everybody, but there's plenty, like if you just look at any any discussion of this online, you've always got the hardcore Christians who are, yeah. they make it their mission to leap into the discussion <laughs> uh, repeatedly and say this is demonic, satanic, you need to... Um, which is Go and fear. fix this with a priest. And that's um, just fear, isn't it? Well, I mean, it sounds pretty fearful to me. And and how do they know? Exactly. How do they know? Are they experiences? I mean, on, on, on what level are we having this discussion? Is it just a knee-jerk thing? Um, we don't know. I mean, there is also, you know, we, we should reflect on the fact that there is a lot of people I I don't have the statistic off the off the top of my head, but uh, Freeze Research has looked at the number of people who have had angelic encounters. Exactly. And the vast majority of my contacts where I've seen a being have been angels, angelic I was, beings. I was going to say, is this alien contact? Could some of it just be angels and, you know, the universe telling us things and helping us become enlightened? Well, it, it seems to be in certain cases, you know, there seems to be a strong, I mean, I had, I had one encounter with an angel in which it, there was just a download. I mean, it was mm. just, it would take me too long to even describe it because, yeah. uh, but the short version is I met an angel while camping and I got a download from this being and it was three feet away from me Wow! at the most. It was absolutely 
Well, it's indescribable. It's really indescribable. I can't find an adjective that really works, that does justice to it. Then I was in a near head-on collision in a car, um, and and this other car was right on top of us. Everything goes white. Then I become conscious that I'm just a pinpoint of consciousness. And in front of me, about 20 feet in front of me, 20 feet up in the air, there or thereabouts, there is an angel with a wing spread. Yeah. Then, then I hear the sound running backwards. My consciousness is dumped back into my body. Uh-huh. And, we, and, there's, and we didn't crash. But this car was on top of us. It, we were less than one second away from just detonation. Wow. I mean, this, I mean there's no way. So did, we, the cars kinda, did the car just go through the other car? <laughs> Well, I will never know. Oh, I see. More than likely, I will never know. All I saw was this thing is on top of us. It's game over. Next thing, I'm in this whiteness with this angel. Yeah. Like with the wing spread. I mean, this is the most Mm awe-inspiring sight you can imagine. It is just just astonishing yeah. and uh i've seen that then, myself i've only seen cool. that once and that's when skip's father passed away and the angel spread the wings that was going to take him but it's glorious wow. it really is it's glorious. wow it, isn't it i mean it's yeah. oh my god yeah. i mean if i could have that once oh i know a week, yeah, yeah. Oh. that would be good you yeah. wouldn't need but, to eat drink I mean, or do anything else if you could yeah. just have that yeah i you know. know funnily wow. enough yeah the next time that was 20 years ago the ne- 25 years ago the next time I started to see angels was when I was initiated in Reiki. Mm. Um, I was giving my teacher uh, a final treatment on the last day of Reiki one. And I, I have my eyes closed, my hands on her back. Um, like in the first position on the top of her back, this whirlpool of white energy, just this vortex just starts spinning so powerfully that I just can't, I I can't hack it. I just, it's making my head spin and I have to take my hands off, get up, walk around, have a drink. And I tell her, this is, um, you know, this is just, uh, yeah, I just tell her what's happened. And she says, everything's cool. You're just seeing the Reiki. Not Not everybody can see it, but you just happen to be able to see it. And don't worry. Um, and don't worry how much there is because I can take it all. And I'll tell and, you, um, I, I'll bet you, Miguel, the reason you could see it is because of that experience you had 20 years ago. Probably is the connections are deeper. Yeah, the connections I, are deeper. I have to interject something right. here. Our, our call screener, Sharon James, she's one of the psychics on our panel. And she's also, she is a Reiki uh, practitioner master. and master. And she does all of the classes and uh, what do you call it? Uh, free Reiki shares that she puts on yeah. every month. And she's sitting here, and I'm looking at her be- on the through the glass behind us, and she's sitting there <laughs> nodding her yeah. head as to what you're saying. So that's that's pretty cool. That's kind of a little yeah. com- confirmation. Oh, we have got yeah. to do this again. Yeah, we got to do this again. We I, can get I, into so much more stuff. Our time's almost up, but I have three more questions I got to throw out to you. Okay. Are the aliens working with governments anywhere around the world? Well, it, it, you hear it commonly. Um, there are plenty of people. I've worked with, um, you'll hear mentions of it in Meet the Hybrids, and in some cases, very detailed mentions. Um, uh, Charmaine's experience is is just extraordinary. I mean, even for 
all the stories I've heard, it's it's still a humdinger. Um, so yes, in a in short, um, and the military experiences people have that seem to also involve ETs, they're not great. Th these are not the positive kinds of um, experiences, and some people that I've met um, have told me that they were they are hybrids and they were created through a government you know sort of governmental military black projects right. yeah. um projects you know between them and uh, mm -hmm. uh ets and um because I'm a, pretty sure. a hybrid is what exactly for the ones that may not know well um i mean is that like when well, a alien connects with a human Mate. Yeah, I mean, I Mate. guess the short version is there's generally a genetic component. I see. Um, because you can spiritually show up and know that you are, a, you're not from here. Ah. Um, but you don't necessarily have this sense of, I know I'm part mantis and I'm part uh, reptilian and I'm part uh, this or that. Yeah. Whereas the hybrids, broadly speaking, will be able to name at least some of the beings that they understand themselves to mm. be genetically made up of. Ah, um, okay. that's good. Makes think. sense. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. should I we be looking for any form of disclosure? Well, I mean, if we, if we cast our minds back to my initial um, uh, observations on that subject, this whole thing about fear and dependency... There is no possible way you will ever get uh, any kind of message from government about uh, ETs other than fear. Yeah, I, because I agree. why would they? And 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 this is what kind of drives me crazy about the whole disclosure movement. The disclosure movement somehow seems to be blind to the fact that the government lies about everything all the time. Because yeah. we are not truly their constituency. Their constituency are the corporate interests, banking interests, people with money, the people, in other words, that pay them, pay their way into office. Yeah. I mean, all the time yeah. that we have a form of legalized bribery, I mean, these super PACs and all the rest of it, I mean, it's yeah. so in your face, the level of bribery and corruption. And the fact that, a, a huge percentage of people leave government and go into the corporate world or vice versa. It's like a revolving door. Mm. And if you, if you reflect on this for even a few moments, then come back to this idea of, are we going to get some truth about the whole ET thing, which is also going to include, um, uh, a sudden unpacking of free energy and all the stuff that's going to save the environment. I mean, this is yeah. just magical thinking yeah. right. on a level. I uh, it just it just blows my mind. Yeah. So it sounds like we're not. It's on the order of when the unicorns <laughs> this, decide to come. What back. we are doing now is yeah. disclosure. Right. Yeah, so, is yeah. one person saying to another person, "This is what I experienced." Right. I can't prove it. Take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to believe me. I'm just willing to say this is what happened to me and only by – and this is why my middle book was a study of all of this. It's called We Are the Disclosure uh -huh. and it's – there's about I don't know, 26 people in there 
um, from right across the spectrum, people who've had all kinds of involvement in many, many aspects, every aspect I could think of and I could stuff into one book. Um, It's 530 odd pages. Um, It's a gold mine. You know, it's, it's, I mean, what came out of that book really helped me to understand so much about this subject because I was able to uh, create this synthesis of so many of the aspects of this and and take a kind of holistic approach towards it. Now, I'm not saying it's comprehensive. There isn't, there isn't enough paper in the world to write a comprehensive book that covers everything everybody's experienced. Miguel? But I think it does a pretty Miguel? good job. Oh, yeah. If people are really wanting to try to understand or just get into it, would that be a good book to start with? I would say, I mean, I would, I would say to people, that is the most comprehensive book okay. I, I've ever found. And it, I wrote it because it's the kind of book I wish it existed when I started to research this. Okay. Um, so like yes. an amateur yeah. quantity years ago. Let's, okay, let's do this. Let's do this now. This is a good time because our time is actually at a close yeah. with you. But let's do this. I want to know, first of all, tell us the names of the three books you've written about this so that yeah, people so, know what to look for. Yeah, so the first one was uh, Meet the Hybrids. Uh, the second is We Are the Disclosure, which is now out in a single volume edition. Oh, cool. uh, it was originally a two-parter because it was just so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final part is called Being with the Beings, which mm-hmm. is um, which is a study of um, uh, eight people who have had long, ongoing contact with the beings, and we get into pretty much everything you know we could think of and in fact i interview three beings through three of the people in there because they are channels oh so wow. we did a yeah. yeah we did a channeled interview so i got to interview the beings and that's, it's just, book. that's cool uh, yeah it's mind-blowing yeah so all of your books are available on amazon right they're on amazon i think you can find them on barnes and noble um Wordry, Booktopia, there's, yeah, around the world, there's there's all kinds of and, um, and secondary if, sellers. And if they wanted to get a hold of Miguel, how could they do that? Yeah, well, I know we can find you on Facebook. That's yeah. always been my my form of you and I yeah, contacting I mean, each I, other. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shy. Um, if people want to get in touch, they're, they're very welcome. And, um, and the last and, name is spelled M-E-N-D like dog O-N-C-A. Correct. Yeah. And the websites are wearethedisclosure.com and meetthehybrids.wordpress.com. Interesting, fascinating topic. I well, could go so I, much yeah, longer we could spend on us. Five, five or six <laughs> yeah. hours talking yeah, we're about it. Just getting warmed up. Someday, if you're in the U.S., we got to contact each other. If we come there, we'll get in contact. But we got to cut it yeah, off here for this it. time and go to a break. But Thank you so much, Miguel. Yeah, in the UK, Miguel Mendonca has been our guest today, alien contact uh, researcher, author, and expert, I would say, Yeah. Um, from the level of information. Thank you again, Miguel, for talking with us. And yeah, thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for the Reiki. Yes, she felt, she felt my the Reiki a lot. all the way across the <laughs> pond right after her well, foot surgery. Yes. I'm delighted. I mean, I actually do my initiation in Reiki 2 tomorrow, so I'll amp it up and I'll send some more. Oh, good. Thank you so much. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks, Miguel. We'll talk with you later. I look forward to it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to take another break and a message from the Psychic Spectrum again, and we'll be right back. 
Okay, we're going to talk real quick about um, talking to the other side that Skip and I do uh, the first Saturday of every month from 7, or actually it's 6 to 9 p.m. now. The Poodle Dog has changed their hours, and we're changing ours. Uh, so the next one coming up, I believe, is September 1st, mm-hmm. and um, that's not that far away. It's always the first Saturday of every month. Yes, it is. Always the first Saturday. And um, it's $20, but you get Skip and I for three hours. We'll answer psychic questions, give you psychic hits, as well as connect with your loved ones that have passed on the other side. People always say to me, how do you know they're going to come through? Well, we have yet to have not be, co- be able to contact someone, but... On that side, it is strictly up to them whether they want to come through or not. So if the person you're wanting doesn't want to speak, an aunt comes in or something. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it, somebody from the family always seems to show up. So, and But people, generally, it's the person that you're wanting to, t- to talk to. And if people have questions, uh, what do I do about this? Mm-hmm. Is my job going to go away? Should I move? Um, yeah, it's kind of a... We're there and we'll everything. answer them. Yeah, yeah. So it's a fun event. Um you can have dinner or dessert there. They do have, they have a great blackberry Be, pie. Before, I will tell you that. <laughs> before or during the show, you can eat. Yes. yes and it, yeah. we, you can come and go at any time you want. We start at 6, and we, we try to end by 9, but we usually stay there for probably well, another hour. Yeah. I mean, they, they are open but, till 10, so that's our latest yeah. time we can be there. But it, I, I do want to always make sure some you don't have to stay the whole three hours. If you get your answers or you had your mm-hmm. contact and you, and you want to go, it's totally fine. You can get up. It won't break any energy. You can or come anything, in at so. 8 o'clock or you can, <laughs> yeah. you know. And we yeah, try to make so. sure that we make we con- we talk with every person in the room. So but far. I do have to say, get there early. Doors open at 5. 6. six. No, 5. We start at 6. Yes. Okay. I'm and sorry. Get there early because this event is always sold out. Well, there's packed. only so many seats in and this room, you know. We but usually I mean, end up bringing even more chairs we, into the yeah, room. And we have. Yes, we have. So anyhow, that's the first Saturday of the month, every month. And this one is on September 1st. It's $20. It's at the Poodle Dog uh, Restaurant in Probably Fife. In the Rainier Room. In the room Rainier Room. Or the boardroom. And the you two. can find out more information at PsychicSpectrum.com. Click on the Talking to the Other Side tab. So. Yeah. So. Is it back to us now? We are back to us, yes. <laughs> so we're live here. Okay. Well, as far as I know, I'm alive. I got up this morning, so I'm assuming. So, Michael, you know, Skip has always, people have said you've been married 43 years. What's the secret to the success of that? And I, I finally figured out it's vacations. He takes his in March. I take mine in September. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. the secret. <laughs> All right, so I want to give the numbers out if anybody wants to call. It's 425-373-5527, uh, 888-298-5569. If you have any questions you want to ask us, we'll be glad to answer them for you. Um, but I do I do want to throw something out here to talk about in the meantime. Oh, dear. Is when we do the Psychic Showcase, would you explain a little bit of what goes on? You're the host of the event. I'm just the sound guy. And I booked the speakers, but <laughs> but you run the whole show. You ma- m- oh. manage and and do the whole thing. So yes, I do. Talk about that for a minute. <laughs> well, it's very simple. You pay five dollars at the door to come in, and people say, "What's that five dollars for?" And it's for the the website, the business cards, uh, the door prize, all that good stuff. So um, when you do come in, you will be asked to give a object that we will do a free psychometry reading on. I'll give that object to the panel of psychics and astrologers, and they'll give you a little mini reading off the energy of that object. 
we have a prayer list. We have a game. It's called What's in the Box, where you get to guess what's in the box and see if you can get your psychic ability kind of tuned in. Uh, we have a money box, as we call it, that uh, you get stamps when you come into the spectrum, depending on what I feel like that night. But when you total five stamps, you'll sign it and give it back to me, and we pick a name, and you have a ch- three chances each Wednesday to pick the key that's going to open the box with the money. And... Um, and then we have psychometry, and then after that we break for private readings. Right. And, and the different speakers each week, different topic. Oh, yes. And, yes, we do have a speaker each week. People a chance to learn from, pick up something. And my motto has always been, and I get in trouble every time I say this, but my motto has been if we do something, if we present something that blows your dress up and it makes something you can take away in your life, then it's good. But the one reason we have speakers is because we want to get other people's viewpoints and opinions on topics, just just not give our opinion. You know, it's a learning experience. Right. Right. So that's what that's all about. Each panel, talk about psychometry. Tell people what psychometry is. Psychometry is when you take an object like your keys, your rings, your glasses, something you've touched a lot that has a lot of your energy on it, and Mm -hmm. you feel or read the energies off of that object. Right. Okay. That doesn't mean you can't get psychic hits about other things. And that's what our panel does when you give us an object, when you come in, whether it's a ring, a key, mm-hmm. um, a penny in your pocket, it holds your energy. It's, it's a, an object that you've had and holds your energy. So the psychics key in on that. You know, speaking about energies, that just in my mind flashed a picture of rings and mm-hmm. all things hold energies, rings especially and jewelry will take the negative energies before it gets to you. So I would like to really say that you should at least cleanse these things every so often. Now, that means put them in the moonlight, put them in the sunlight, put them on top of a Bible overnight, um, just something where they can take the negative energy off and replace it with good energy. Because I actually knew a lady once that a diamond, which is the hardest stone I believe there is, cracked from having negative energy throwing at it so much because it was never cleansed so yeah. keep that in mind when you wear your jewelry speaking of stones <laughs> yes they hold energy they have their own energies yes but in and you they, you can clear them or realign them mm-hmm. but i have a problem with crystals uh yeah, the quartz you, crystals yeah their vibration just when i'm near with them a lot of crystals I know, but mainly the quartz crystals. When I'm near them, my energy, I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, it's messing with my chi uh, whatever you want to say it. But it, I, I get sick, sick to my stomach and yeah. I get, start to get dizzy. And I feel like a little bowl of jello quivering inside. Mm-hmm. And There are people that have that reaction. We've done the experiments with it where we've moved them next to me, moved them away. And um, some times Reese is one of our psychics on our panel and... He always carries a quartz crystal yeah. in one of his pockets, and one night he sat next to me, and I couldn't figure out why. It's like, <laughs> I never is, thought of it. Is this guy got some bad juju on him or something? But it wasn't. It was the crystal that he had in his pocket. He pulled it out and showed me after a while, and I'm th- saying to myself, oh, now I know. Well, you know, there are people, when it comes to, like, Moldavite and um, Malachite, that if you're not... What's the word I want? If you're not ascended far enough in your spiritual journey that some people can't even be around that stuff. That's and true. others, you can put it on, they go, it doesn't bother me. Well, that's because they're already up there, you know. But, yeah, there's been people that 
when I had when you and I had the store and we had the Moldavite there, people would walk around the case with mm-hmm. the Moldavite, and all of a sudden they yeah, just did not feel good. That. Yeah, that's so why I'd have to tell them to back off. <laughs> Moldavite's a good stuff, though. See, that didn't affect me that way. I like that one. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Malachite's good for me too, but yeah, I mean, different people are affected by different stones and the vi- vibrations and their intent. So I have another thing I want to talk about. Runes, R-U-N-E-S, runes. They are Celtic in nature. They're actually probably older than that, but we can only prove through archaeology but going back to Celtic times uh, and a little bit of pre-Celtic times. But they are a, it's a bunch of symbols. And it actually became the Celtic peoples and the European peoples' uh, written language and their form uh, or a tool for divination. Isn't that what the shamans used back then? Yes. And everybody else did too, but mainly ah. the, the ones they listened to were the shamans. And, and the shamans were what? The they're kind of like they're the wizards, or I guess you call them, or they're medicine gurus, or medicine man. <laughs> yeah, they tell them when to go rape, pillage, yeah. and plunder. <laughs> and um, the Vikings would, would do that. But anyhow, they're very big still to this day in Europe and some of the Scandinavian countries. If you go over there and look on the public buildings or bridges, you'll see the name written in their language. But then you'll also see them written in um, uh, Celtic na- uh, rune yeah. uh, symbols underneath it. But I'm doing a rune class, and I will teach you the history of the rune, runes. I will also tell you how to use them. I'll show you how to use the rune stones. I will show you how to use the rune cards, and I will show you how to tap into your psychic to do that. And... By the end, it's a two-day class, very intensive. It's an all-day class, two different days, one day on uh, one they Sunday can go on each to weekend. Website and see all the info. Yes, right. And go to the website psychicspectrum.com. But I'm doing that. We got a call. We got a call. We want to talk to Ron. So we'll shut off about the rooms. Go to the website. Check check it yeah, all out. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. So Ron from Sumner, how are you? I am doing good, guys. How's the train sets going? The train sets. It's me, Ron. You lost me. The yeah. Tr- the train sets? Yeah, I remember it, uh, we were talking and I asked. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I have this uh, thing that's supposed to happen to me on September 3rd at 3 a.m. And I'm trying to find validation. This might be too in-depth, so I'll see you guys Saturday. But if you're getting any hits right now. I'd love to know it. Uh, 3 a.m., 9-3-18-3 a.m. Yes. I don't know how to explain this to you other than these words. It feels like, like kind of like what Miguel said today, a, a download. Exactly. A contact, an information, a download, but the download is to, is to lift, the words I'm hearing, lift you up. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, I think it's a positive thing, and it's there's an underlying kind of like a healing or something, right? Yeah, more than that though. There's an underlying thing there. You're actually going to find direction. It's going to be like a healing, but it's yeah. going to find kind of make you, um, I don't know. I'm going to say calmer and understand more about some of the things you're going to go through. Does that make sense I'll, to you? Is that? Yeah, I'll I'll see you guys Saturday. Okay. Okay. That's cool. great. Thanks. Thanks for calling right. in. Thanks, Thank Ron. You. All right. All right. Um, so, oh, go ahead. I was going to say it was interesting how 
Miguel put aliens in some of the enlightenment or what, you don't know, the universal things mm -hmm. together. I never yes. thought about that, but it, you yeah. know, that very well could be. And I've never heard someone who talks about alien contact talk like that. Yeah, that's cool, though. But anyway, but I, we better talk about next week's guest. Well, before we do that, oh. I want to talk about today. Okay. I'll, everybody out there, you guys listen. Our sponsor for our show is Ginger's Pet Rescue. Saves death row dogs. Over 17,000 dogs. Today, she's having an adoption event. It's in the north end. It's in Bothell, and it's located at Griffiths North Creek, G-R-I-F-F-I-S North Creek. It's on 202nd and Bothell Everett Highway, and it's today and tomorrow uh, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., so you still got lots of time. Oh, yeah. You should just go ch check it out. Oh, yeah. babies. And get yourself a dog. Get yourself <laughs> a dog. I mean, we, we, got a, uh, yeah, we, we, we have a rescue dog. Yeah. Um, and... Great little dog. I mean, it's really worked just, out well. It's just sad to see all those little faces that were so close to being euthanized. I know. And they're you know? literally, they are death yeah. row yeah. dogs. She pulls them off death row from Korea, Thailand, and all over the U.S. But you got to talk about next week's guest. Yes, next so week. Go, go check out Ginger's. It's, it's a cool thing to see. So next week we have a guest. His name is Peter Davenport. He is the director of New Fork, N-U-F-O-R-C. And you can do a New Fork. Just Google that in and you can find him. But he is the director of the National UFO Reporting Center. And Peter's an awesome guy. He also, he, uh, is it once a week or a month that he talks to Coast to Coast? On Coast to Coast yeah, with to George, George Norrie. Yeah. And it, actually, I think it's every week. Is it every week? Yeah, I, can't I hear remember. him a lot on it there. Might be. It um, might be. And he gives an update on Coast to Coast about his uh, his um, uh, current contacts that are reported into the center. And but anyhow, we're gonna have Peter here. We're gonna talk about the activity Think being reported. Think about some questions you want to ask him. Yeah, he loves questions. If if you had anything that went on with, if you have you seen a funny light in the sky? <laughs> um, uh, have us one landed and these little guys got out and talked with you, or just anything you've had with UFOs and you have questions on this is a guy that all over the country, the National UFO Reporting Center. So now it's time to hear that famous song. Yeah, and that talks about what? It's a wonderful world. Thanks for listening. Thanks we'll for listening, guys. We'll week. see you next week. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.